This episode of the MedBullet Step 1 podcast will go over the topic of glycogen from the biochemistry section on MedBullets.com. As a quick overview, let's go over the structure and function of glycogen. Glycogen is a polymer of glucose that has a straight chain with an alpha-1-4 bond and branches with an alpha-1-6 bond. A glycogen granule has a core of glycogenin. The function of glycogen is as an energy reserve that can provide glucose during a fast or increased energy demand. Supplies are exhausted in less than 24 hours. Glycogen is stored mainly in the liver and muscle. Know that muscle does not have glucose 6-phosphatase, so it cannot release free glucose, and it stores it for its own consumption. Know that the liver does have glucose 6-phosphatase, so it can release free glucose, and it can use supplies to maintain blood glucose levels. Now let's talk about glycogenesis, which is basically glycogen synthesis. The pathway involves glucose 6-phosphate that is converted to glucose 1-phosphate. A UDP group is added to form UDP glucose. UDP glucose is then added to a polymer in an alpha-1-4 linkage. This is catalyzed by glycogen synthase, which is the rate-limiting step of glycogen synthesis. The polymer is then rearranged to create alpha-1-6 linked branches, and this is catalyzed by a branching enzyme. Deficiency is known as Anderson disease. Glycogen regulation is done by glycogen synthase in the liver and in the muscle. Glycogen synthase in the liver is activated by insulin and is inhibited by glucagon and epinephrine. Glycogen synthase in the muscle is activated by insulin and inhibited by epinephrine. Now let's talk about glycogenolysis, which is basically glycogen catabolism. The pathway involves a glucose-glucose bond broken by the addition of a phosphate. This is catalyzed by glycogen phosphorylase. This is the rate-limiting step of glycogenolysis. Know that hepatic deficiency is known as HERS disease, which is a type 6 glycogen storage disease, and muscle deficiency is known as McArdle disease, which is a type 5 glycogen storage disease. Next, glucose 1-phosphate is freed and converted to glucose 6-phosphate. Debranching enzymes removes alpha 1-6-linked branches, and deficiency is known as Cori's disease, which is a type 3 glycogen storage disease. The liver then converts glucose 6-phosphate to glucose. This is catalyzed by glucose 6-phosphatase, and deficiency is known as von Gerke's disease, which is a type 1 glycogen storage disease. Finally, the muscle puts glucose 6-phosphate into glycolysis. Regulation of glycogenolysis is done by glycogen phosphorylase in the liver and in the skeletal muscle. In the liver, glycogen phosphorylase is activated by epinephrine and glucagon via cyclic AMP slash protein kinase A. Glycogen phosphorylase is inhibited by insulin, and remember that this is the exact opposite of glycogen synthase, where hepatic glycogen regulatory processes both turn on the forward direction and turn off the reverse. In skeletal muscle, glycogen phosphorylase is activated by epinephrine, AMP, and calcium. Know that glycogen phosphorylase is inhibited by insulin and ATP. Remember that since muscular glycogen can only supply itself, it is regulated by its own energy supply, that is, an AMP slash ATP ratio. While the liver must supply energy to mainly other tissues, it functions independently of AMP slash ATP ratio in hepatocytes. Now let's go over glycogen storage diseases, or glycogenolyses. As a quick overview, all disorders have abnormal glycogen metabolism, which leads to an accumulation of glycogen within cells, and also leads to organ dysfunction. Remember that the disorders are numbered in order of the pathway from the end, that is glucose release, to the beginning, that is breakdown of glycogen polymer. 
So starting with glucose release, a type 1 glycogen storage disease is known as von Gerke's disease, which lacks glucose 6-phosphatase. As far as the presentation, note that the liver cannot release stored glucose, which can lead to hepatomegaly and severe hypoglycemia. Note that the body must rely on fat-slash-protein catabolism for energy. This can lead to hyperlipidemia, hyperuricemia, and lactic acidosis. Note that the presentation of von Gerke's disease also includes normal glycogen structure. As far as tests in the setting of von Gerke's disease, a stimulation test should be done with glucagon, fructose, and galactose. Know that this does not increase serum glucose. Moving on to the lysosomal pathway, a type 2 glycogen storage disease is known as Pompe's disease, and remember that Pompe trashes the pump or the heart. Pompe's disease lacks lysosomal alpha 1 4 glucosidase, which degrades glycogen resembling material in the endosomes. The presentation involves buildup of glycogen in the cardiac muscle. This causes electron dense granules inside lysosomes, cardiomegaly, and hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Moving on to branching slash debranching, type 3 glycogen storage disease is known as Cori's disease, which lacks debranching enzyme. Remember the C in Cori is can't catabolize branches. And also remember that a 6-pack core alpha-1,6 glucosidase is defective. As far as the presentation of Cori's disease, the liver cannot break down glycogen past a branch point. This will manifest with hepatomegaly, hypoglycemia, and an abnormal glycogen structure with short outer glycogen chains. Type 4 glycogen storage disease is known as Anderson's disease, which lacks a branching enzyme. Remember that the A in Anderson can't add branches. As far as the presentation, the liver cannot form branched glycogen granules, which will lead to hypotonia and cirrhosis. Finally, moving on to phosphorylase, we'll go over type 5 glycogen storage disease and type 6 glycogen storage disease. Type 5 is known as McArdle's disease, which lacks muscle phosphorylase. Remember that the M in McArdles refers to muscle. These patients can't break down glycogen to glucose 1-phosphate, and therefore there will be accumulation of glycogen in the muscle tissue. The presentation will involve muscle weakness slash cramps upon exertion, myoglobinuria, and normal glycogen structure. Type 6 glycogen storage disease is known as HERS disease, which lacks hepatic phosphorylase. Remember that the H in HERS refers to hepatic. The presentation will involve hepatomegaly, and fasting hypoglycemia, which can be mild due to gluconeogenic compensation. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. The first question reads, A six-year-old boy is brought to the emergency department from school after he was found to have severe muscle weakness and cramps during recess on a hot, sunny day. On presentation, he complains of diffuse pain in his muscles bilaterally. His parents say that he was born at home at term with the help of a midwife, but he is up-to-date on vaccines and he has met all of his developmental milestones on time. They note that he occasionally complains of muscle pain after mild exertion, but they thought that it was just growing pains. He recently had an upper respiratory tract infection that was symptomatically treated. On presentation, he is found to have dark urine that tests positive for blood on a urine dipstick test. However, urinalysis does not reveal any red blood cells or fragments. Which of the following would most likely be seen in this patient? And the choices are 1. Dystrophin protein deficiency. 2. Heat-induced rhabdomyolysis. 3. Mitochondrial abnormality. 4. Muscle glycogen accumulation. And 5. Post-streptococcal glomerulonephritis. The correct answer to this question is 4. Muscle glycogen accumulation. 
So this patient who presents with muscle cramping and weakness after mild exertion and who is found to have myoglobinuria, that is a positive dipstick blood but negative urinalysis, most likely has McArdle disease, which will present with increased muscle glycogen accumulation. To quickly review, McArdle disease is a glycogen storage disorder that is caused by a defect in muscle glycogen phosphorylase. This protein is responsible for removing glucose from glycogen chains by turning residues into glucose 1-phosphate in the muscle. In the absence of this protein, glycogen cannot be broken down and utilized for energy in muscles. Therefore, patients will exceed their exertional capacity very quickly and go into rhabdomyolysis due to energy depletion under relatively mild stress. This will present with muscle weakness and cramping on exertion as well as myoglobinuria. Treatment includes fluid bolus, glucose administration, and avoidance of further exertion. Of note, since there are no defects in the glycogen synthesis pathway, patients with McArdle disease will have a normal glycogen structure. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer 1, dystrophin protein deficiency causes Duchenne muscular dystrophy, which can present with weakness and muscle pain in boys. Patients will present with chronic weakness as well as calf pseudohypertrophy rather than exertion-related rhabdomyolysis. Patients will stand up by supporting their hands on their thighs, otherwise known as Gower sign. Answer 2, heat-induced rhabdomyolysis may present with these findings, but usually occurs in extremely hot circumstances under severe stress, such as soldier training in an army boot camp during summer. This patient's presentation after recess is unlikely to be sufficient to trigger rhabdomyolysis in normal patients. Answer 3, mitochondrial abnormality can cause mitochondrial myopathies such as myoclonic epilepsy and ragged red fibers, which can present with muscle pain and weakness. However, these diseases usually also present with systemic symptoms such as strokes, hearing loss, cognitive impairment, and ophthalmoplegia. Finally, answer 5, post-streptococcal glomerulonephritis can present with positive urine blood dipstick in children after an upper respiratory infection. However, urinalysis in these patients will present with red blood cell fragments or red blood cell casts. To quickly go over the bullet summary, McArdle's disease is caused by a defect in muscle glycogen phosphorylase resulting in glycogen accumulation, muscle weakness, and cramping after exertion. And moving on to the final question. A three-month-old girl is brought to the emergency department by her parents after she appeared to have a seizure at home. On presentation, she no longer has convulsions, though she is still noted to be lethargic. She was born through uncomplicated vaginal delivery and was not noted to have any abnormalities at the time of birth. Since then, she has been noted by her pediatrician to be falling behind in height and weight compared to similarly aged infants. Physical exam reveals an enlarged liver, and laboratory tests reveal a glucose of 38 mg per deciliter. Advanced testing shows that a storage molecule present in the cells of this patient has abnormally short outer chains. Which of the following enzymes is most likely defective in this patient? And the choices are 1. Branching enzyme, 2. Debranching enzyme, 3. Glucose 6-phosphatase, 4. Hepatic phosphorylase, and 5. Muscle phosphorylase. The correct answer to this question is 2. Debranching enzyme. So this patient with neonatal hypoglycemia, failure to thrive, and very short outer glycogen chains most likely has Cori disease, which is caused by a defect in the debranching enzyme. Cori disease usually presents in infancy with failure to thrive as well as symptoms of hypoglycemia such as seizures, cyanosis, apnea, and tachycardia. The hypoglycemia is due to inability of the patient's cells to properly mobilize glucose from glycogen stores. In particular, the lack of debranching enzymes means that release of glucose will be terminated at branch points within the glycogen structure. 
This results in very short outer chains past branch points in abnormally shaped glycogen molecules. Accumulation of glycogen in the liver will also lead to hepatomegaly in these children. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer 1, branching enzyme would be defective in Anderson's disease, which presents with hypotonia and cirrhosis. Furthermore, this disease will have abnormally long glycogen chains. Answer 3, glucose 6-phosphatase is defective in von Kirke's disease, which may also present with hypoglycemia and hepatomegaly. However, this disease would have a normal glycogen structure. Answer 4, hepatic phosphorylase is defective in Herz disease, which may also present with hypoglycemia and hepatomegaly. However, this disease would have a normal glycogen structure. Finally, answer 5, muscle phosphorylase is defective in McArdle's disease, which would present with muscle weakness and myoglobinuria. It also features a normal glycogen structure. To leave you with the bullet summary, Cori disease is caused by a defect in debranching enzyme and features short outer glycogen chains. That's all for this review about glycogen. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the MedBullets Step 1 podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.